I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Yes, brand new banging I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity have no fear on the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. I got a special, special announcement. I'm going to be somewhere really, really exciting next week in New York City. I'll give you a hint. The hint is MSG plus the t-shirts are backed by popular demand. And I made another trip to Barclays Arena to see the Brooklyn Nets play all that and more in a brand new banging, fully disruptive I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers, a.k.a. the Bleach. Brothers, start this puppy off with something real nice. Start this puppy off with something real loud, but most importantly, start this motherfucking I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast off with something real funky. This is a museum quality I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast coming up right now. Let's fucking go. This episode of the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is brought to you by Jiminy's, maker of sustainable dog food with cricket protein. That's right, I said cricket protein. Cricket protein is a superfood that your dog will love to learn more and save 20% on your first purchase. Go to Jiminy's.com slash champ. Jiminy's.com slash champ. Use the code CHAMP20 at checkout. I want to thank True Bill for supporting the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. From forgotten free trials to automatic renewals, True Bill is your secret weapon to save you money on subscriptions you do not need. Go right now to truebill.com slash champ. It could save you thousands a year. Nobody likes being billed. They try to sneak it past you all the time. Go to truebill.com slash champ. It could save you thousands a year. Uh, uh, a boom. Brand new bang and I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear. The I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is in Sukasa. That's in the house. For those of you who don't speak uh, Spanish the way I do, because <laughs> I'm bilingual. Uh, 
Name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. Captain Kalitis from the Caucasus Mountains, a.k.a. the Raging Bullshitter, a.k.a. the Jewish Jake LaMotta, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi. And you are now rocking with the very, very best. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. The Gringo Mandingo is here. Have no fear. Welcome to the Zone of Disruption, the Iron Dome of Disruption. I hope everybody's feeling good. I hope everybody's feeling safe. I hope everybody's hanging in the pocket like Cam Newton. Oh, yeah. Cam Newton is in the motherfucking house. Cam Newton is in the pocket. He ain't running around like the MVP Cam. But he's still big. He's still bold. He's still got them big-ass shoulders. And he's still... He's Cam Newton, former MVP. Anyway, my name is Michael Rappaport. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from New York City. And uh, as soon, literally as soon as I finish recording this podcast, I am leaving on the next train. I don't know when I'll be back again. Kiss me, Aunt Daddy. Am I racially appropriating that accent? Anyway, I'm going to Phoenix. I'll be in Phoenix all weekend. Stand up live in Phoenix, Arizona. I know there's a I'm Rapport Stereo podcast fans out there in Phoenix. I'll be there all weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. If you haven't bought tickets yet, come to the Sunday show. The Sunday shows are always dope. They're weird. They're fun. They're relaxed. Like People are like, you know, they're chilling. They know they got to work. But it's also some people might already be off for the holidays because next week is Thanksgiving. Can you believe that shit? Holy crap. Yo, that's crazy. Next week is Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, come to a show. Come to the Sunday show. Come to any show, Phoenix. And I see some people in the DMs, listeners of the pod and all that stuff. Bring your books. DM me the day of the show. DM me when you get to the spot. I will do my best to meet up, sign your tees, sign your books, take selfies. Uh, all tickets, all information is available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. Then we have Thanksgiving, which I still don't know where I am doing what at. And then I'm in Albany, Albany, New York. Then I'm doing Rochester. And then I'm doing uh, Rhode Island. Then I am finito for the year of 20. 21, and then we have the holidays, and then we have the new year, and then we have the one-year anniversary of the insurrection, if you could believe that. Isn't that crazy? One year ago, January 6th, it was on and popping, pop-a-lopping, right there in Washington at the Capitol building. Um, never forget the people that lost their lives, the families of the people that lost their lives, the victims of the animals that stormed the Capitol. But all tickets, all information is available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. And then I have, shit, January 6th, 7th, and 8th. I'm in Denver. Can't stop, won't stop. I'm in Denver in January, which I heard is a great city for comedy. I know everybody got, they got that weed out there. Uh, but this ain't about me. This is about you, the entire global rapper pack all over the world, wherever you are, South America, France, Spain, Canada, okay, Sweden, uh, Norway, uh, Italy. Australia, hope everybody's over there, over good over there, the Australian Rapper Pack. Tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Um, let's get right to this first. Back by popular demand, and I swear on everything, I did not intend to ever sell merchandise again. Back by popular demand, you wanted it, now you got it. You DM'd, you emailed, you DM'd again and again. The Buttersoft I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast t-shirts are back. The Buttersoft 
I am Rappaport t-shirts are back. We're starting off with what you guys asked for. You asked for it. You got it. Go to IamRappaportMerch.com. IamRappaportMerch.com. You hear the motorcycle? I'll say it one more time. IamRappaportMerch.com. The OG sucker shit t-shirt is back. We're going with the basic black OG sucker shit t-shirt. Plus the fake Kurt Cobain t-shirt featuring the young shooter as Kurt Cobain. His iconic, it is now an iconic Halloween costume is also back and we're doing it in a distressed look. So people are really going to be like, yo, you got to, that's like a vintage Kurt Cobain t-shirt. They're going to look at it. They're going to touch it. They're going to be like, that don't look like Kurt Cobain. And you're going to be like, exactly. I'm rocking that. And listen, I like Kurt Cobain, but I ain't a fan. I'm not like, you know, I don't really rock the next man on my t-shirt. Like, of course, I'll rock vintage OG, I Am Rapport Stereo podcast t-shirts, the king of New York um, with Charles Oakley. But it's not really my thing. I, you know, I try to keep my shit real plain. I, I have no, nothing against. Listen, I got my, my, it doesn't matter. The OG sucker shit t-shirt is now available. The fake Kurt Cobain, a.k.a. the fake Kurt t-shirt featuring the young shooter in a distressed look is also available. Go to IamRappaportMerch.com now. Get the t-shirts for yourself, for your loved ones, your co-workers, anyone who deserves a dope-ass t-shirt. The holidays are here. Anybody who's not with the sucker shit, I told you, listen, Miles Jordan, play the little clip from the last time when, when me and the shooter were discussing the t-shirts. P- play that clip that inspired this entire thing. Play that really quick. I'm a rocking a vintage, vintage. What is it? Yeah, a vintage <clears throat> limited edition. I am Rappaport sucker shit t-shirt. Right. And I cannot tell. I mean, look, I wear all the I am Rappaport shirts, the five star, uh, five star stereo podcast. Full the, Iverson. I am Full Iverson, Full Iverson, uh, Full Iverson shirt. But this one, I get stopped. I get looks. My friends have hit me up about, I swear to God, this is like, it's like wearing, it's like wearing like some fucking Gucci shit. It's like that people stop you. What other sucker shit t-shirts do you have? This is it. This is the only one I have. Really? A lot of people have hit me up about it. And I'm like, sorry. You're saying what? They're like, yo, I'm going to need, I need you to hook me up with one of those medium sucker shit shirts. Well, we stopped selling the sucker shit t-shirts. We stopped selling all t-shirts. Why? Why did you stop? The reason why we stopped selling t-shirts is because when we put out Dope ass shit like the sucker shit t-shirt. Yeah. When we put out the full Iverson t-shirt, when we put out the I am Pacino t-shirts, and they're all designed good, butter soft. I haven't said butter soft in a while because to be honest, when we put them shits out, motherfuckers ain't buying them that much. A few people will buy them. And the first 100 people that have the first 100 people that sign up to Luminary, they show up at shows, they wear those proud. And I'm glad I gave them away for free. But when it was time to sell the t-shirts, and I'm not saying we sell the motherfucker for $79. We sell them at a fair price. And they're, how long have you had that t-shirt? I've had, this is, God, this is five year, this is five plus years. And, and it's still in great condition. It's in great condition. I prided myself on selling good t-shirts because I only wear good t-shirts. I don't like hard t-shirts. I don't like shirts if you buy an XL, you wash it once, it turns into a fucking schmedium. You I know, put this thing through the ringer. It's I really holding up. I thought the sucker shit t-shirt would sell like hot t-shirt. I think you should try it again. That's facts. It just happened. That's facts. You guys came in droves. It's kind of borderline harassment. Borderline stalking. And I like it. Stalk me, harass me, DM me, email us. If you fuck with the podcast, you'll never be disrespected. Stalk me. I know about stalking. Oh, yeah, I know all about stalking. I like it. Especially if you listen to the podcast. The fucking, the Iron Dome of disruption. The the zone of disruption. Some pride and joy here. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Once again, go to IamRappaportMerch.com. Get your sucker shit t-shirt. The OG original sucker shit t-shirt. And the fake Kurt t-shirt featuring the young shooter. I cannot wait to rock mine. I haven't even got my fake Kurt t-shirt yet. They're literally, they're being fired up as 
I am podcasting, but they are available right now, right now, back because you, you asked for it. You got it back by popular demand. If they do well, we'll, we'll put out more. If they don't, my collection's sick. The Young Shooters collection is sick. Okay? Anyway, I'm very excited about that, and I'm glad that uh, we're doing that, and I hope you guys uh, get the tease that you want, and you rock them with pride and joy, and I can't wait to see. Yo, if you order one, send me a DM. I'll post it. When you get them, even better, send me a picture of them uh, pridefully rocking your tea. I will definitely post it. You know where to find me. You know, the best way to repost things, because between you and me, I'm still suspended on Facebook. Now, I know a lot of you guys follow me on Facebook. I see you guys up there fighting with the let's go Brandon freaks. I, I see you guys. You guys have my back. If you don't see me respond, it's because I'm suspended on Facebook. And you're probably like, whoa, whoa, I saw you post the other day. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. They call me the... Uh, I'm a toker, I'm a smoker, I'm a midnight poker. Is that what it is? I'm a toker, I'm a smoker, I'm in a midnight stroker. What is that song, babe? I'm a toker, I'm a stroker, I'm a midnight. I don't know what the hell it is. They also call me the backdoor man, <clears throat> literally and figuratively. So you Facebookers, I'm, I'm actually suspended on Facebook, but they call me the backdoor man. Anyway, I'm excited about the merch. Uh, I had an incident, very, very disturbing incident. Well, before I get to the incident, because uh, I mentioned uh, January 6th, they, they sentenced the QAnon shaman, who I've been hard on, and he certainly deserves to go to jail. The QAnon shaman, probably the most iconic, famous of all the insurrectionists, they sentenced this poor bastard to 41 months in jail. Now, this guy is a dumb fuck, but the more I saw interviews with him and the more I read about him and started hearing about him and, you know, his insistence on certain kind of meals and all that stuff, but there's, he's been at all these, these meetings. He, he's had a presence in all of them. And I, and again, I, I, he certainly needs to go to prison, but he's a sick fuck. He's a harmless, mentally ill Sick fuck. And you might be going, Mike Rupp, are you getting soft? And I'm going, no, I'm not getting soft. But uh, out of all the people that are getting arrested, the QAnon shaman, as dumb and as iconic and as casual as he walked through there, um, a Navy, he's a former Navy guy. He went crazy. This guy is mentally ill. Okay, and again, he deserves to go to jail, but I, there's other ones, zip tie guy, zip tie guy and his mom, um, the violent people, uh, uh, the guy who uh, shat in the Capitol building, the guy who had his feet on uh, Pelosi's desk. They all need at least 41 months, if not more. I feel like this guy, because he's such a freak, and again, when I saw his interviews with him uh, before January 6th, you can tell this guy's... He's nuts. He's a nut job. He needs help. And I'm sure he's cooled off real nice. I'm sure he's sobered up real, real nice and real proper. But he's been in jail like the whole year. Some of these freaks are on home arrest and all that. But the sentences are coming in. And uh, like I said, January 6th is almost, it's so close. It is so close to the one year anniversary. I mean, this year flew by. It's amazing how fast this year uh, went by and all the highs and lows, ups and downs. Um, I just hope everybody's, uh, you know, doing good. I hope your families are doing good. You know, the holidays are about families. I'm going to say this now. I'm going to say it next week. If you are driving on Thanksgiving, be careful. Keep your head on a swivel. If you even have a glass of wine, don't drive Get someone else to drive, get an Uber, carpool, whatever. You always hear those terrible stories uh, on Thanksgiving of these terrible accents. Be careful. The weather gets sketchy, especially in the middle of the country. Be careful. You do not want to risk anything because people are not paying attention. They're texting and driving. They're drinking and driving. They're hopped up on that chicken, that cornbread, that ham, those greens, that macaroni and cheese. 
you shouldn't even be able to drive. If, you, if you're eating good Thanksgiving food and you got that itis and you're hopped up on some honey roast ham, some, some glazed turkey, some cornbread, some greens, some corn on the cob, you're already, you're not in your right mind, let alone like a little, a little, a little vino, some of that brown, that whiskey. You know, you might want to rush home to hit somebody with that whiskey dick. It's, it's just all bad. Anything can happen out there. So please be, be careful uh, of this holiday season, especially next week. But like I said, I had a situation, very upsetting. And I know you guys are going to be like, uh, uh, listen, you, you saw it last week. You saw GQ magazine, they came, they came knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. They came knocking on the champ's door. They wanted to do a little spread on me being the king of cashmere, me being uh, one of these fashion icons, 51-year-old fashion icon, okay? The king of cashmere was in GQ magazine. I wasn't in Us Weekly. No disrespect to Us Weekly. I wasn't in any of this, uh, you know, the sun and this weirdo shit, they came for me at the top GQ magazine. It's in print. Look it up. Michael Rappaport is the king of cashmere. That's a sniff. I need a, a moniker for my sniffing. The sniffing... The sniffing snooper spreader or something like that, although I'm not a super spreader. Something, something fun like that. Anyway, so I had, I had purchased in the spring... A beautiful James Purse cashmere zip-up hoodie. I wore it to my trip to Los Angeles every day. Flew in it, was in the plane in it, was in the LA in it, flew back in it. Right? Beautiful hoodie. Okay? But doesn't matter. A couple of hundred dollars. I told you guys once, I tell you many times, I take care of my shit. When I wear it, I send it to the dry cleaners. It's a luxury item. I know that. I know not everybody uh, wants cashmere. I know not everybody can afford it. I'm not trying to uh, be like a big dick here. Although, <laughs> but I'm not trying to be like one. The point is, is that I love my cashmere. I treat it very well. I respect uh, the fact that I, I could afford it. And I want to, like I, my first piece of cashmere I got 14 years ago. I have it on right now. I treat it well. It's like anything. Treat your shit good. It lasts. You get good pieces. You know, you don't get it. This shit, you don't dress like Pete Davidson who dresses like a, I don't know, fucking fell out of a, like a dryer. Like he, like he ran into a, like a laundromat and just, you know, took whatever they had, anything on. Still fucking Kim Kardashian. You could dress... Like you went into a laundromat and took random pieces and you could be sugar dick and Kim Kardashian. This is where we're at in 2021. There's opportunities up the wazoo, people. Be inspired by Pistol Pete Davidson. Okay, but his style is, his fuck style might be buckwild, but his dress style is fucked up. I don't know about his fuck game or not. The point is, is that I took this this hoodie, okay, to the dry cleaner here in New York that, I, that I've gone to many times. I went to go wear it this morning, this cashmere hoodie, which was oversized. It's an oversized hoodie. I put it on and horror, shock. I knew something was wrong when I could feel it. It didn't feel soft. A nice piece of cashmere should feel like a Persian cat. Oh yeah, it should feel like a nice little kitty cat, like a, like a, like a little baby cat. And I don't, you know, I don't like cats, but kittens, you know, how could you not like kittens? Anyway, the point is I could feel it. I'm just thinking, oh, maybe it's the dry cleaner. Maybe, you know, whatever. I put it on and horror, horror. My oversized hoodie was three inches above my wrists. Now we all know I've, I've slimmed down. I'm slim trim and also light skin. Best believe Mona is a virgin. A virgin? What? Honey needed a slap. You're going to tell me she's a virgin with a yay wide gap? Miles, play that from uh, Slick Rick. 
that reference right there. Trim, slim, and I'm all to light skin. Best believe Mona's a virgin. A virgin? Honey, need a little swag. She tried to tell me she's a virgin. With a yay white gap. I said, it don't matter. See, I'm not picky. Let me spell my name out for you. It's Ricky. Anyway, that's what that was. The hoodie somehow, after being in the dry cleaner, shrunk. And I ain't talking about like a tiny bit. I'm talking about the shit was three inches above my wrist. Now, I I don't like my wrists being exposed. I don't know if you, if I've ever shared this. I just, there's something about my wrist. Unless I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt, I don't like to show any wrists. That's That's my version of showing tit. You know, some people don't like to show cleavage. I don't like to show wrists. Some people like don't like to show their legs. I don't like to show my wrists. It's a weird thing. I don't care. But also, I like my shit to come below my wrists. I have a 37 and a half inch sleeve. Longest sleeve in Hollywood. Tim Robbins. Great actor, Tim Robbins. Shawshank Redemption. We had a, an arm off one year. Because I was telling him, I got the longest arms in Hollywood. He said, well, I got long arms too. I said, whip them out, Tim. Whip them out. And we did. And he saw. My arm was a little bit longer than his. Matthew Modine, friend of mine. He's walking around, thinks he's lanky. I'll whip it out with Matthew Modine. Vince Vaughn. See what he's got also. The only one who maybe can compete with me, and I think this guy is 6'5", is my guy, Cousin Greg, on succession. Okay, Nicholas Braun. He's tall. I met him. I like that show, Succession. He's fucking great. I'll whip it out with him. Now, he's 6'5". He looks like he's got all long arms, but I'm still willing to compete with him because I still believe I have the longest arms in Hollywood. And let's say like one of these freaks. You know, one of these freak actors on uh, Game of Thrones or one of these freak giants. You know, George Murison or whatever. One of these guys. You don't count, George. You're a basketball player turned actor. You're a giant. I'm talking about like just regular, because I'm 6'3", I got the sleeve, I got the length of a 6'5 guy. If I was coming to the NBA Combine, they would mention, they'd be like, he's 6'3", he has absolutely no jumping ability, he's flat-footed and slow as shit, he's dealing with all sorts of bronchial issues, but, but he's got a 37 and a half inch sleeve. A 37 and a half inch reach. My jab is like Tommy Hearns in his prime. I hit you while I'm backing up. This fucking jab. Not that I want to fight. Just saying. My wife goes, what the fuck? I go, babe, what the fuck? What the fuck? She goes, they must have put it in the in the dryer. They must have washed it. I go, well, I'm freaking out because it's it's pricey. It's brand new. I love it. And it's not right. She goes, you got to go talk to him. I go, I'm going to talk to him. She goes, be calm. You've been going there 20 years. Be calm. I go, I'm going to be calm. I'm, I'm going to be calm. But I'm really fucking pissed off and I'm upset. Shit costs a lot of money and I value it. I appreciate the cashmere. I go down there to this cleaners. I'm not going to say their name. I'm going to give them a chance to make it right. My guy, Ray, Spanish. I said, Ray. The fuck, Ray? He goes, what? I go, Ray, sweater is now almost a goddamn short sleeve t-shirt. It's almost like a hooded short sleeve t-shirt. Who the fuck wants to wear a hooded short sleeve cashmere sweater? He starts measuring. He goes, oh, and I go, Ray, something's wrong. I don't know what you guys did. I don't know who did it, but this is not good. This is pricey piece of cashmere, a pricey pricey piece of cashmere he says can you put it on i'll go i'll put it on i show him i show him that he's looking at my wrists the shoulders are bulging out i ain't cam newton i don't got those cam newton shoulders i met cam newton once got fucking great shoulders this guy cam newton's a big motherfucker cam newton is a big motherfucker trust me saw him one time nba all-star game i believe that was in raleigh i think my sons were they were young Motherfucker's big. He's like he's like a, like a power forward big. That motherfucker is big, like LeBron James type shit. I said Ray, we we got to fix this. He's all right. He starts measuring again. He's measuring the dagger. This is whatever this is. It ain't it. He knew it. 
could see his face he's measuring. I said, this is a, a double XL. James Purse, they call it a five. I said, this ain't it. I said, okay, I'm going to talk to the guy. I go, Ray, you got to talk to the guy because I'm coming back. And I said, my wife is going to come back. My wife is upset. This will actually fit my wife or like one of my kids. This don't fit the Gringo Mandingo. The Gringo Mandingo is big. The Gringo Mandingo's 6'3 with long fucking sleeves. The Gringo Mandingo's upset. Captain Cashmere's, I'm, I'm a spinning. Anyway, I will fill you in on the results. I went back there with my guy, my guy Kush. Later on, they hadn't given me an answer, but he told me these places have insurance. Ba, 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 ba. These places have this, that, and the third. Ba, 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 ba. I just went through this with my wife. Yada, yada, yada. So this shouldn't be a problem. So I said, uh, my guy, Cushy, he went in there. We said, I said, this is my cousin. His name's Cush. He said, uh, you know, Cush starts talking to him. It's literally like curb your enthusiasm. My guy starts, oh, I'm a lawyer. Ba, 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 ba. My wife just went through this. Ba, 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 ba. We know you have insurance. Ba, ba. I'm trying to keep my cool because I'm, I'm hurting. I'm hurting on the inside. I'm, I'm in pain. And I'm, you, I ain't a materialistic person. That's why I'm hurting because I don't just, I'm frugal. I'm frugal. That's what I am. That's what I am. I'm frugal. Anyway, I will keep you guys posted because I'm sure, I'm sure uh, uh, despite everything going on in everybody's life, you're probably going to be up tossing and turning going, what the fuck? How is this going to end with Captain Kalitis, a.k.a. Captain Cashmere, a.k.a. the King of Cashmere's beautiful brand new sweater, which will look great on top of a Buttersoft t-shirt, a Buttersoft I Am Rapport Stereo podcast t-shirts, which are now available at IamRapportMerch.com. I am Rappaport Merch dot com. I am Rappaport On this very podcast, I have talked at length about how hard it is to cut the cord on these streaming subscriptions, these online subscriptions. They're trying to screw you left, right, and center. If you're suffering from way too many subscriptions, there is a way out and you do not even have to talk to anybody. Let Truebill do the work and set you free. Save you money, save you time, save you hassle, save you stress. Let Truebill do the work. Average users save $720 a year using Truebill. I have already saved $436 myself. My wife saved $222 so far. We just started using the Truebill app. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you do not need, do not want, or simply forgot about. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, $9 here, $4 there. Truebill has over 2 million users and has helped save them over $100 million. 2 million users and has saved them over $100 million. I'm telling you, I already use it. I love it. Like Truebill users, Matthew B. who says, in a matter of seconds, I saved 660 bucks for the year on my direct TV bill. Saved 120 bucks for my year on the Sirius XM bill and saved $840 a year on car insurance. Personally, I am telling you, I can't stand when they bill you. You don't see them coming. You don't know where they're coming from. Robbing you and ripping you off. Do not fall for these subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash champ. Truebill.com slash champ. I don't promote it if I don't use it. I do not promote it if I do not use it. Go to truebill.com slash champ. It could save you literally thousands of dollars a year. Jiminy's for Dogs is an official sponsor of the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Did you know feeding your dog with food made from cricket protein uses less 
land and water to produce not to mention the dogs love it my dog wheezy loves it your dog every dog loves cricket protein they have nutritious food and treats for dogs with other delicious plant-based ingredients like sweet potatoes oats peanut butter every dog loves peanut butter and flax support better digestion for your canine cricket protein supports your dog's healthy gut because it's easy to digest it's also good for food sensitive dogs wheezy is in love with this food and loves the treats specifically uh wheezy loves the peanut butter to learn more and save 20 percent on your first purchase go to jiminys.com slash champ and use the code champ 20 at checkout that's jiminys j-i-m-i-n-y-s dot com slash champ with the promo code champ trust me if my dog loves jiminys food for dogs your dog will love jiminys food for dogs go to jiminys.com what else is going on Went to another Nets game. And I'll tell you right now, guys, you heard it first here. Of course, if it's coming from me, you're hearing it first here. It's it's kind of a big announcement. You guys are going to love this. You are going to love this. This is huh, this is good news. This is, this is I don't want to say big news, but it's sort of big news in the world of... Huh, in the world of I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, in the world of the Disruptive Warrior, this is this is kind of big news. November 23rd, next Tuesday, the New York Knicks are playing a home game in Madison Square Garden. I think you know where I'm going. November 23rd, the Knicks are hosting the Los Angeles Lakers. The team that has... Russell Westbrook, the team that has Anthony Davis, the team that has Dwight Howard. Oh, yeah. And the team that has LeBron James. You hear that? Uh, Do you hear that? That's wood. November 23rd, me, the gringo man, Dingo, Me, Captain Kalaitis from the Caucasus Mountains. Me, the inflamed Ashkenazi, will be making his return to Madison Square Garden on that wood, on that lumber, okay? On that pine, on that oak, on that maple, on that sweet, sweet cherry, that motherfucking mahogany, that cedar, woo! Oh, my God. Now, as of now, I don't know if LeBron James is playing. Okay. Oh, he'll be there. And everybody's saying he's on the way back because the Lakers, they need him. I don't know. What are we doing here, LeBron? We we don't know what the injury is. We don't know what happened. Are you not able to heal? Can you, is, is there flying restrictions to get to Germany? Do you need that blood spun? Because it's going to be the same way just like with Tom Brady. I don't want LeBron James to leave. It ain't going to be as fun watching, cheering, rooting, or hating for the NBA when LeBron James leaves. I want him healthy, and I want him healthy November 23rd, 2021 in the Garden. Remember when you were flipping bottles, Duke, in the Garden? I do. Miles Jordan, if you have that clip from when he was flipping bottles, play it. LeBron James is trying to do that water bottle challenge where he has it land and stand up. That's what it's been reduced to. Unsuccessfully, I might add. But I remember when you were flipping bottles in the garden like shit was sweet. Mad disrespectful. The same place that Andre the Giant threw down with Hulk Hogan. The same place that Ali and Frazier went toe-to-toe for 15 incredible rounds of heavyweight boxing. The same place that Frank Sinatra sang. The same place where Willis Reed got shot up with a ginormous needle and came back out to lead the New York Knicks. 
to their 1970 championship. You're bottle flipping. You're doing water bottle flips in the world's most famous arena. And it is the world's most famous arena because in case uh, you haven't heard, the Staples Center, as of Christmas Day, ain't the Staples Center no more. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Ben Baller. Sorry, Los Angeles Laker fans. The Staples Center on Christmas Day will be called the Crypto.com Arena. It already ain't the fabulous form. Yes, Shaq. Yes, Kobe did incredible, incredible things there. Crypto.com spent 700 million to take over the name rights for 20 years from the Staples Center, and it's happening in a matter of weeks. Sorry. Can't take over the name of Madison Square Garden. You know why it's called Madison Square Garden? Of course, they have sponsors. There's nothing more um, valuable than Madison Square Garden. Crypto.com, that's where you play. That shit sounds fucked up, but 700 mil is 700 mil. It's a lot of money to spend for the rights to a name of an arena, and they spent it. They got it. Bye-bye, Staples. Bye-bye, Memories. Bye-bye, Shaq, Kobe, Phil Jackson, Metal World Peace, those championships, Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber, those iconic concerts. Come on. None of that compares to the fucking Garden. Boston Garden is gone. Chicago Stadium is gone. The world's most famous arena, win, lose, or draw, will always be the most iconic arena in the world. The energy is electric. The fans, the vibe, the same place the Rolling Stones played in the 60s and the 70s. Frank Sinatra, Elvis Presley, JFK. He probably went from giving speeches there for the at the Democratic National Convention to stopping, to sugar dicking. Marilyn Monroe, it all happened in there. Everything, Elton John, so many great fights. Okay? You ain't knocking down, you ain't renaming Madison Square Garden. And me, <laughs> me, I'll be there on the 23rd, y'all. Oh, yeah, I'll be there on the 23rd, y'all. On that cherry, on that maple, on that motherfucking oak. Ooh, yeah. I know you're excited because I'm excited. I ain't been in the garden to watch a basketball game in a while, in a long while. I was there to watch MMA. I saw my guy, Nate Diaz, get it on with Jorge Mazdaville. I was there for some other fights, UFC, but that ain't the same thing. Do I rock my King of New York t-shirt there? Do I lay low? I don't know. TBD. Just like what's going to happen with my cashmere sweater. TBD. But I was also at the uh, the Nets game the other night. A couple of nights ago, I saw the Nets play the Cleveland Cavaliers. I saw that fuck. He saw me. They know when I'm coming to the arena. I bet you they're giving a, they, they know. I was on that. I was on that maple. Okay. That birch. That beach, that hickory, that Douglas fir. I was on that wood. They know when the dingo is in Sukasa. The owner was there. He, he saw me. He knows who the fuck I am. The NBA knows who I am. I'm Michael Rappaport. You know who I am. I'm Michael Rappaport. You know who I am. Anyway, uh, uneventful again, and I'm glad. I don't go there for, for conflict. I don't go there for beef. I don't do my comedy shows to deal with hecklers. I, I don't look for any of that shit. You understand. The night before, the Brooklyn Net fans were cheering MVP, MVP, MVP for Steph Curry while he was shitting all over the Brooklyn Nets. And, and I was thinking to myself, I've heard this happen before, but I've never heard this happen before in Brooklyn. I've heard this happen before. It might have. 
I've heard this happen in other arenas. Steph goes there. They did it for Kobe. They've done it for LeBron. You know, if you're if you're that dude, they'll do it in other cities. If you're having a great game, it's kind of a form of respect. I would never do it, even for Steph. I just don't do that. But having it done in Brooklyn while Durant is playing for the Brooklyn Nets and Durant is a quote-unquote MVP candidate and he's the quote-unquote best player alive right now is like Steph Curry coming in long dick and Kevin Durant's whiz and Kevin Durant sitting there and the whiz is saying MVP MVP a MVP it's disrespectful they disrespected you in your own crib and you didn't do nothing they beat the shit out of the Nets and of course it's one game Durant didn't play that good James Harden just does not look like himself it ain't about the the fouls and the calls and all that stuff he don't look like himself he's still great but he don't look like himself this is not a championship basketball team I just was bugging I was like yo who are these fans that are screaming MVP? It has to be kids because any dude from Brooklyn, even if you're a, a grown-up claiming to be a Brooklyn Nets fan, which I'm going to get to, you just can't do that. You can't scream MVP while the next man is skeeting all up in your whiz. It's rude. It's disrespectful. It's humiliating. Do you think that if Durant came to the new Golden State Warriors arena and was lighting them up, this year, and they'll be there. You think that those fans would cheer MVP for him? Get the fuck out of here. No. They got their own MVP. Even if he was lighting them up, they wouldn't cheer MVP for him. That's some weak-ass shit. They would never do that. I don't think they would. Am I wrong? I, I, I don't think they would, but they did it in Brooklyn because these fans of the Brooklyn Nets... The younger ones, listen, they grew up being Brooklyn Nets fans, okay? In 20, 30 years, these will be diehard fans, but you ain't diehard fans yet. I had three people, and it happened the last time I was at Barclays. Two people said it to me, but this time, watching the Cleveland Cavaliers, when I got there and at halftime, I had two people before the game and one person at halftime go, I heard him say it, and they were like, Mike Rapp, oh, you're a big Knicks fan. Then I had another guy where I was getting, my, I was getting some candy. They have free candy there where I was sitting. They got free candy. I don't want to tell my wife because if she heard that I was eating Junior, junior Mitch, she would get fucking wacky. But I was in the in the little candy store getting my candy. This, this, this doofball with one eyebrow goes, what are you doing here? You're a big Knicks fan. I go, what are you doing here? He goes, I got tickets. They're close to yours. I go, well, what are you, a big Brooklyn Nets fan? You grew up a Brooklyn Nets fan? This guy's 40-something years fat. He's asking me, what am I doing? I should be like, fuck is you talking about? But I knew he was talking. He was, what are you doing? You're a big Knicks fan. He goes, I, I, I was a New Jersey Nets fan. I go, oh, were you? Were you? Were you a New Jersey Nets fan? I go, I'm a basketball fan. I go where the fuck I want to go. He goes, I'm just asking. I'm, I'm, I'm. I said, no, you're not just asking. You with your girlfriend? I said, I'm, I'm a fan, rapper. And I go, I know, but just the way you said it. It's like some Joe Pesci shit. He used to say things. The way you said it was a little weird. But I'm thinking to myself, in other places, they, when you go to the Garden, they don't go, oh, this guy's a big Brooklyn Nets fan. They don't give a fuck. You're in Boston. They don't say, oh, they, they don't care. The Brooklyn Nets fans, they're confused. They have an inferiority complex. And especially if they're over 30 years old, you didn't grow up a Brooklyn Nets fan. You're what you call a bandwagoner. And you guys are not winning a championship. This, this experiment is fucked up because the leader of the bandwagon Kooky Kyrie Irving, the voiceless voice for the voiceless, stay with me, I'll break it down again, the voiceless voice for the voiceless, he ain't coming back. That team is not likable. They're not a cohesive group. They're not fun. They don't look like they're having fun. They got no distinct personality. They have no distinct style. And Kyrie Irving, who said he was the voice of the voiceless, who's now the voiceless leader for the voiceless, he, he fucked them all over. And I'm glad. 
Because you said you were going to spit on somebody. You're a ring chaser, Durant. James Harden, you guys are ring chasers. You're not getting a ring. This experiment is not going to get it done. And I know there's trades, big trades coming up December 15th. Don't matter. It ain't happening. It ain't fucking happening. The voiceless voice for the voiceless fucked you guys. And if Durant is the greatest player in the world, and if James Harden is the greatest scorer ever, and you guys can't win a championship on your own with the pieces that you have, with Smoke and Joe Harris and the rest of them, we have to start rethinking these titles that we are calling you. The best player in the world. LeBron did it. He had G League motherfuckers with him. They came back three to one. Okay, against the greatest uh, uh, regular season team ever. Came back and sh- you ain't LeBron. He just a different player. He's sick. Better score. He doesn't control the tempo. Doesn't control the game. Doesn't inspire his teammates. Doesn't make his teammates to be better. I'm done, goddammit. Jesus Christ, that was good. That was good. That was easy. If you're in Phoenix, come see me this weekend. DM me. I'll do my best to try to link up with you. Tickets are available at michaelrapportcomedy.com. Came, saw, disrupted. Came, saw, disrupted. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Miles Jordan, take me out of here with something real nice. Yes. Take me out of here with something real proper. Okay. Uh, and end this puppy with something real nice and something real funky. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I'm out. <laughs>